generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. We started last week looking at the power in his name. And it was an amazing service. Do you agree with that? Last week was incredible. We had revelation knowledge. We had insights. We had practical expressions of the word of God. And we're building on that this week. Now, let me just do a brief recap of some of the points I shared last week. One of the things that really stood out for many of us last week was the fact that the name of Jesus has universal coverage. It is not limited to a territory, to a local environment, to a community. It is not limited to um, a small space or to a time zone. This Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So we're going to continue uh, today looking at the word. And if you missed last week's message, I don't want you to get anxious. We have it on our YouTube platform. So you can go on YouTube and look through that message. It's something that you need now don't forget you also need to subscribe to our youtube channel because we're posting new content even in the course of the week we'll begin to post fresh content and so you can catch up on sermon sound bites you can catch up on some of the ministration clips from kmt you can catch up on some of the other things we're going to be releasing on the king's tv yes king's tv philippians chapter 2 the word says from verse 5 let us mind being you which was also in christ who being in the form of God, did not consider it robber to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bond servant, and coming in the likeness of men, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth and that every tongue should confess my God Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So last week we looked at this and we began to build on certain things. Now one of the things I still want to reiterate today as I begin to teach today is that the way you get a name in the kingdom, the way you receive your name or a new name or a powerful name in the kingdom is to lay down the name you already had. And we see that Jesus literally follows this example. That's why when it says to us, if you're going to be my disciple, is that we have to deny ourselves. That includes us denying our name, our former identity, our previous identity. As we progress today, you will come to realize why that is important. Father, we thank you for the spirit of revelation knowledge. As we go into your word, your word comes as light to us and as life to us. We are changed because of this word and we begin to engage and deploy the power of your name with humility and with responsibility and faithfulness in jesus name we have prayed amen i want to expect miracles as we teach today one of the things i want to establish right now is the fact that every name carries a certain dimension of power or powerlessness every name either evokes power or a lack of power it does not matter whether the name is brown whether the name is James, John, whether the name is Ahmed, Adamu, Shego, Ngozi, Emeka, Chuku, Chuku, Emeka, whatever that name is. It has certain attributes and certain things that are connected to it. Now, the truth about those things that are connected to the name is not really just about the name in and of itself, but it's the name of the person that bears it. So the power of the name is not really about the name, it's about the person that bears it. So for example, we talk about the name of Jesus, but the, the name Jesus is a very popular name in many parts of the world, especially South America. So there are many South Americans that are called Jesus. There's even a, a footballer who's called Jesus, right? So the, the power of, of the name of Jesus is not just because it's J-E-S-U-S, as in J-E-S-U-S. That's not the power. The power is this. 
the person that bears it. The person who bears that name then defines the ability or determines the weight and the worth of that name. I want us to keep that in mind because that's very important in our expose today. When we look at our text, which we just read from in the book of Philippians chapter 2, it says something about the name of Jesus. Verse 9 says, Therefore, God also has highly exalted him. Who is he? Jesus. And given him the name which is above every name. Now, I want to understand that it's not just talking about Jesus being born and then God giving him the name when he was born. We do know in the book of Matthew chapter 1 that it says his name shall be called Jesus for he shall deliver his people, save them from their sin. But the name is talking about here is not just his birth name. The name is talking about here is his resurrection name. The name he's talking about here is the name that God gave him because he went through the process. So the name of Jesus is not just distinct because it's Jesus. The name of Jesus is distinct because Jesus himself embodied the fullness of the will of the Father by obeying the Father completely. So there was no iota of disobedience. There was no iota of uh, rebellion in Jesus. I want to keep that in mind. That's going to be very important as we progress today. Also observe that this name then is a name that God gave him. It's a name that he did not just achieve by himself. It's not a name that he just picked up by himself. But this is the name that the Father gave to him and he called it the name. Somebody say the name. So when you shout the name of Jesus, you are not just shouting an ordinary name. You're not just shouting a nice-sounding name, a two-syllabic name. You are shouting the most powerful name. Let me also mention about the name of Jesus. Every name, uh, some names rather, are popular, but they are not powerful. And some names are powerful, but they are not popular. But the name of Jesus is not just powerful, it is popular. It's not just popular, it is powerful. Not only is it popular and powerful, it is also purposeful. And so we're going to look at some of the things that the Bible tells us today uh, that the name of Jesus gives us access to. The very first thing that we see that we have access to in the name of Jesus is that we have access to salvation. Somebody say salvation. The name of Jesus, by the name of Jesus, we have access to salvation. We are not left as outcasts. We are not left as people who are defenseless. But we have salvation through the name of Jesus. In Joel chapter 2 verse 32, it says that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. It says for in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem there shall be deliverance. As the Lord has said among the remnants whom the Lord calls. So Joel 2.32 tells us, Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whoever. Now notice that. Some names can deliver you from certain offenses, certain crimes, certain uh, situations. Some names can rescue you from financial failure. Some names are strong enough to rescue you from academic failure. Some people went to schools where if they just piled up the, the lecturer, spoke to the lecturer the right way or give the lecturer some money, then they'll be delivered from the carryover or the failure. So some names can give you, you know, temporary deliverance from carryover or failure. But there is no name that can give you salvation. Why? Because salvation is not anything that man can access by himself. Salvation is the work of God. And so for someone to be saved, the person has to come not on his own terms, but on the terms of the judge of the earth. The person has to come on the terms of the king of kings. And the passageway for that is the name of Jesus. Now, Jesus said in Judge of the 14, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father but by me. I am the only access point. Listen to this, please. There are not many ways to God. There is only one way to God. There is only one way to the Father. Jesus never said, I am one of the ways. Jesus never said, I'm the fastest of the ways. Jesus never says, I'm the most dynamic of the ways. I'm the smoothest of the ways. I'm the best of the ways. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. 
And so the way we get saved, the way we receive the gift of salvation is to call on the name of the Lord. Romans 10 and 9 says that with the heart man believes and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. What is that confession? Many people think that confession is the confession of sins. It's actually the confession of the Lordship of Jesus Christ. The confession that Jesus Christ is not only the master of my life, but the Lord and the Redeemer of my life. Somebody give God praise for the gift of salvation. And so in Joel 2.32, we see that in Acts chapter 1, or Acts chapter 2, verse 21, we find Peter reiterating that, quoting the words of the prophet Joel, and saying, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. The apostle Paul quotes the same thing in Romans chapter 10, verse 13. He said, as, as it's written, whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall not be put to shame. It says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame, for there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich towards all who call upon him. For whoever calls the name of the Lord shall be saved. So one of the things that the name of the Lord gives us access to is salvation. Now, what is salvation? Salvation means I've been rescued, not only, not only from the act of sin, but from the nature of sin. Salvation does not just mean that I've been rescued from pardon, my sins are pardoned, my sins are forgiven, I've been rescued from the acts of sin. No, I've been delivered from the nature of sin. I've been pulled away from the grip of sin. I'm no longer a puppet. I'm no longer a pawn under the strings of satanic lust and satanic seductions. Oh, come on, somebody shout the name of Jesus. Type the name of Jesus. Type the name of Jesus. Shout the name of Jesus. We have salvation by his name. I like what uh, the apostle said in Acts chapter 4, 29 to 30. He said, now, Lord, look at their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name through the name of your holy servant jesus acts chapter 4 verse 12 says nor is there salvation in any other for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. So he's saying that there is no other name by which we must be saved. There is no other name. Oh, there are some powerful names in the earth. Trump is a powerful name in some regard, but that name cannot save. Bill Gates is a powerful name in some regard, but that name cannot save. Elizabeth Arden is a powerful name. Salvatore Ferragamore is a powerful name. Tommy Hilfiger is a powerful name. Mercedes Benz is a powerful name. Lasco Biro is a powerful name. Cristiano Ronaldo is a powerful name. Lionel Messi is a powerful name. But guess what? When things get messy, even Messi cannot rescue you from the mess. See? <laughs> when things look like they are going down and everything is shut up, even gates cannot open the shut gates if God closes the gates against you. Come on. But the name of Jesus Christ is all powerful and is able to save whoever. Somebody shout whoever. Can the prostitute but saved yes she can oh can the oh my god can can the murderer be saved i mean that's a bad thing nobody should take another life we condemn that we shut it down but if the murderer turns to the lord he can be saved that is a reflection of the generosity of grace that whoever i love that hymn that says the vilest offender who truly believes that moment from Jesus, a pardon receives. Oh, can the liar be saved? Yes, he can. Oh, can the abuser be saved? Yes, he can. We condemn that. But if it turns to the Lord, if it turns to the Lord, he will receive the gift of salvation. And by the way, salvation is not, is not a prize that we earn. It is a gift that we receive. How do we receive it? We receive it in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody give God praise for the name of Jesus. It says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord, that person shall be saved. The second thing that we're guaranteed by the name of Jesus is that we have the supernatural. 
the supernatural and that starts with us receiving the holy spirit receiving the gift of the holy spirit now don't forget salvation itself is a gift but that gift of salvation allows us to receive other gifts that god has so when we receive the gift of salvation that's a primary gift then we also can receive the gift of the Spirit of God. And when we receive the gift of the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God gives us gifts. So the gifts of the Spirit that come by the gift of the Holy Spirit that comes as a result of the gift of salvation in Jesus Christ. And here is what the Word of God tells us about the supernatural. John 14 verse 26, he said, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in, whose name? In my name. He calls him the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. That's John 14, 26. So he's saying the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things. So when we receive the gift of salvation, then the Holy Spirit is also given to us. Now, don't forget that you are not saved without the Holy Spirit. It does not mean that you have received the full expression of the Holy Spirit in salvation. But you are given the Holy Spirit as a seal, as a seal until the day of redemption. And then his full expression manifests over time as we give ourselves to him. First off, we are baptized in him. We are immersed in him. We are saturated in him. And as we walk progressively in the revelation of Jesus Christ, the Son, and the Word of God, you know what happens? We begin to bring forth the fruit of the Spirit. And then we can also receive the gift of the Spirit through impartation, through prophecy, or by earnestly seeking the face of God, asking him, for the equipment we need for assignments because Paul says desire the more I said desire the gifts of the spirit we are told to desire the choice gifts of the spirit so we have the gifts of the Holy Spirit and when we believe in the name of Jesus that gift gives us the access to the supernatural when we believe in the name of Jesus we receive the Holy Spirit so we have access to the supernatural by the name of Jesus. Now, if you remember, when we talked about the power of identity, I spoke about the ID card. That an ID card can grant you access to certain places. It's like a VIP pass or invitation, invitation card that then allows you into certain realms, into certain places. Uh, so maybe sometimes you've been held up by the police and the police stopped you and said, oh, it, who are you? <laughs> and, and you say to them, let's say you're in Nigeria and you say to them, um, I am maybe Femi Tinubu. You know, many times they're going to go like, hmm, okay, okay, I'll make it a go. <laughs> that means you can keep going. Why? Because in this local context, in this system, the name Tinubu carries a certain power, a certain kind of political weight to it. And so the police force don't want to mess with anybody who carries that name. Similarly, in the realm of the spirit, once you introduce yourself as Damilola in Christ, the demonic traffic has no way but to pack house. Now, I'm going to talk about what you need to do to ensure that's a reality and not just a theoretical, a theoretical privilege that you have in your mind. So there are seven names that grant speedy access and speedy passage and the name of jesus is not just known in lagos so whether you are in japan whether you are in jamaica whether you are in oslo whether you are in abidjan whether you are in moscow whether you are in johannesburg or Kwateng, wherever you are that name of jesus gives you access to the supernatural it's like a password jesus said that we will cast out devils in his name he says we'll rebuke satanic traffic in his name we'll break through satanic barricades in his name so the name of jesus gives us access to the supernatural now many of us if we have an id card we, we just move into certain spaces we have an id card or an id card you're going for a party wedding reception and there are all those big bounces there and you show your id card immediately they give you access now if you have faith in paper listen if you have faith in paper why do you struggle to have faith in the finished work of jesus christ the yeshua amashiach by whom the entirety of the world was framed why 
why would you put more faith in paper or plastic or card than you will put in the same word by which the heavens and the earth were established and the firmaments were stretched wide? Why would you put more faith in what man made than in the God who made the man and the things that the man himself has made? Somebody put supernatural in the comment box. Say supernatural. Supernatural. I pray for everybody who has been living the ordinary life, the predictable life, the boring life, uh, the limited life, that by virtue of this revelation, you are lifted on eagle's wings. The next time you feel the headache, you will lay hands on yourself and say, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke the pain. In the name of Jesus, I silence the voice of fear. In the name of Jesus, I subdue the influences of anxiety. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke the principalities of lust and seduction trying to impose their will on me. In the name of Jesus, I cut out from the stem, I root out from the base everything that the enemy is building in my space as a camp of fear or crisis or chaos or confusion. I subject and subdue. I wish somebody was saying that with me right now. Every influence of the enemy. Oh, nothing, um, nothing harms me because I am armed by the power of the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody give God praise for access to the supernatural. We see the apostles moving so massively in the power of this name. When you look at the word of God in Acts chapter 4 verse 7. Now there was a miracle. There was a miracle that happened in Acts chapter 3. I'll tell you what the miracle was. Peter and John were going to the temple at the hour of prayer. The word says that they found this man at the gate beautiful. This man was lame. He was immobilized. This man couldn't navigate. Couldn't move by himself. He had to depend on systems and structures that he couldn't control. Oh my God. And this could speak of individuals in our spaces. It could also speak of systemic failure where we have a nation, a community, people, groups, companies that have legs but they cannot walk and they are waiting for somebody who will lay a demand on the supernatural that these elements and entities are waiting, individuals, nations and families are waiting for the power of God that you carry on the inside of you. Let me just remind you that in the name of Jesus and by the grace of God you carry the solution that the world is craving, that the world is desperately dying to see that people are willing, searching for. You carry, you carry that power. Somebody shout, I carry power. I want you to shout, don't just say it. Katus pekeyaka. I carry power. I carry power. And I have the license to use the name oh, by whom all things were made. And so this man was there. He was begging. He was begging for survival. Whereas he had legs to be able to move around. But the legs were paralyzed. But Peter said, look on us. Ah, isn't it interesting that many of us are looking away instead of us telling people around us, we carry the solution. Child of God, child of the living God, your father created the ends of the earth, created the entire universe, all the stars and constellations. And he said, I've given you the name of my son to walk in authority. Peter said, look at us, silver and gold I do not have. But that which I have, I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ. That means that name is superior to silver. That name is superior to gold. That name is superior to precious metal. Why? Because it is the power of that name. The power of the owner of that name. That created everything. And you can see. And so the religious leaders came against Peter and John and they started harassing them and persecuting them. And they asked them the question, in whose name? And this is very important for you to know. They asked, in whose name? They said, by what power or by what name have you done this? Why? Because they understood from their political setup that for you to manifest power, you must be endorsed by a certain name. And so that's why in times of Jesus, you will see the Sanhedrin, you will see the Sadducees, you will see the Pharisees. There was a certain power that was associated with the names of these groups and these committees and these clusters. Now in the Roman Empire, they fear the name Caesar. 
That was the powerful name. So when they saw a raw miracle, what they call the notable miracle, a significant miracle, they asked by whose name, they said by what power or in whose name. So they were equating name and power. Watch that. What that means is that the name that you carry determines the power that you walk in. Let me say that again. The name that you carry determines the power that you walk in. The reason some of us have been facing incessant recalcitrant problems is because we are facing those problems in the power of our own names. So you are trying to defy that challenge. You're trying to defy that sickness. You are trying to defy that problem in the power of your own name. By name, I mean identity. By name, I mean image. By name, I mean but the force by which you individualize yourself or you introduce yourself. By name, I mean reputation. I mean character. You are trying to confront that thing based on your own power. But if you will lift up your voice, if you will turn up right now, and if you will say to yourself, I am not coming in my name. See, Peter did not heal the man in his name. Peter didn't say, in my name, rise up and walk. He said, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. Peter knew that even his name couldn't catch some fish, even though it was an experienced fisherman. Because one time he toiled all night and caught nothing. Even the fish did not respect his reputation. But this lame legs respected the name of Jesus. I don't know what that situation is in your life. That has defied your name, that has intimidated you, that has broken down your process, that has stressed and stretched you. Can you turn the battle over to the name of Jesus? You've been trying to fight those demonic entities with your rubber band, <laughs> weapon and catapult. But if you put on the armor of God and you put on the helmet of salvation, which is Yeshua, Jesus, you put on the breastplate of righteousness, which is Jesus, because the Lord is your righteousness, Sikato. You put on the belt of truth, which is Jesus, because that I am the way, the truth, and the life. You put on the gospel of peace and the gospel of peace huh, from the prince of peace, which is Jesus. Then you move in the weight of that name. They said, by whose power or by whose name have you done this miracle? They were asking. Can I propose to you that as long as you are going by your name and by your power, you will get only the results that your name and your power can get. But when you turn over the battle to Jesus, you will get the results that Jesus can get. Let me put it like this this way. If you were to move from here to, let's say you go to Abuja, from Lagos to Abuja, and you walked, <laughs> How long will it take you to get there? If you decide to go on a bike, how long will you take it to get there? If you walk, maybe it's going to take you maybe like, I don't know, seven days or ten days if you make it alive. If you go on a bike, it might take you maybe five days. If you go on a bus or a car, it might take you eight or ten hours. But if you go by air, it's going to take you about 45 minutes to 55 minutes, depending on the weather. You'll be there in less than an hour. So the name that you're being carried by also determines the speed at which you move. And so when Jesus, when Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but that which I have, I give unto you. He was saying that I've got leverage. I'm not going to tackle this lame legs based on my own power. I'm not even going to tackle it based on medicine and surgery. That could give you a greater speed than your natural power. But I'm going to tackle it in the name of Jesus. I want you right now to begin to see the challenges in your life as a problem for Jesus. Oh, some of the type in the comment box say it's a job for Jesus. This is not a job for me. This is not a job for my daddy. This is not a job for my brother. It's a job for Jesus. Like I said, anyone who calls the name of the Lord shall be saved. But it also means anybody who believes in the name of Jesus can be bridged into supernatural power. So anyone who gets on that aircraft, listen to this. No matter how lame that person is, no matter how slow the person is, no matter how uneducated the person is, no matter how much money literally consider that person, if the person gets on the aircraft, he moves at the speed of the aircraft. The people in the aircraft don't move at the speed of their own race they move at the speed of the aircraft once i'm in the name of jesus the proceedings and the issues of my life are no longer calibrated according to my natural capacity they are now upgraded and updated to the capacity of the person in whose name i have come oh come on somebody give god praise on that give god praise give god praise 
put a fire emoji, a heart emoji in the comment box. High five somebody right now. Uh -huh. A high five. When you put the high five, tag somebody you're high fiving in the comment box and tell that person, I've got access to the supernatural in the name of Jesus. Can I also mention to you, it's not just the supernatural in terms of miracles and this, but it's also supernatural presence. Because Matthew 18, 20 says, wherever two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in their midst. Isn't it interesting that we looked at I am last week from Exodus chapter 3. You see, that when the people of God gather, when it is that we get together, when it, when it is that we, we get together, the I am is made manifest in our midst. So even right now, as this word is coming forth, miracles are happening in the name of Jesus. I want to minister to certain persons at this time as I'm inspired by the Spirit of God. We cannot talk about the supernatural and not demonstrate it. I see somebody in the Spirit who's been pressed down. I see you pressed down in the Spirit. It's a spirit, a weight of depression. I rebuke that spirit right now in the name of Jesus. I break that weight of depression. I command it to lift now. Lose him. Lose him right now. Lose her. Yes, I see. I see more people. Lose her right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I rebuke that spirit that has been telling you that you will die. You will not die. Mm -mm. You will not die. You live to declare the glory of God in the land of the living. I rebuke that voice that keeps saying to you, you will suffer like your mother. There's that voice that said to you, you will suffer like your mother. I rebuke that voice and I rebuke the spirit that is announcing that I proclaim that you will not suffer like your mother, but you are elevated even to help not just your mother, but the entire family in the name of Jesus Christ. I speak to that person who's been weeping. I see two categories of people, people who've been weeping in their hearts. And the people who've been weeping physically and what you've been saying is, God, why, why, why? And a lot of you, of those who are weeping, you're thinking about the delays and the disappointments and the detours. So you feel like you've missed certain strategic moments in your life and you, there's regret hanging over you. I rebuke that spirit of despair. Yes, it's a spirit of despair. I rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, thank you, Father. Oh, I speak elevation. Thank you, Lord. Elevation. Thank you, Lord. It's not for less. I hear God say, let me tell somebody, it's not for less. It's not for less. Yes, it's not for less. Mm -hmm. This is working together for your good. This is working out for your good. There's somebody who has prayed, Lord, you, you prophesied to me. Somebody received the prophecy some years ago now, some years ago. It was a prophecy about the healing anointing. And you haven't seen it manifest. This is a confirmatory word because it's come to your mind recently in the last couple of days. Come to your mind again about the prophecy. This is a confirmation. You will begin to walk in the healing anointing. That healing anointing that was prophesied over your life. It is activated right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody give good praise. Thank you, Lord. I pray to that person who's having pain and discomfort in their ear. I see what I see is your left ear. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. your left ear I pray for you right now that ear is healed healed forever in the name of Jesus thank you Lord somebody who has wrist pain I command that pain go now mm -hmm. ring that wrist move it around it's healed it's healed in the name of Jesus Christ healed strange abdominal movements healed in the name of Jesus strange bowel movements bowel movements that are strange I command you to stop now in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh yes, thank you, Lord. There was somebody who had a wasted week. You knew you, you considered the wasted week, and really, in the natural, there's nothing to show for the last week of your life. I speak restoration. This new week, you move with double speed. Yes, that's a clear word for somebody. This person I'm speaking about, you're in your twenties. Thank you, Lord. Thank God that there's more than one person between 23 and 25. Wasted week. You just felt like this week was wasted. Restoration to you and for you in the name of Jesus. And this supernatural is not just for our own upkeep. It's not just for us. It's also for the world around us. In a time where the world is asking questions. Can I tell you that many of these questions can only be answered with a demonstration of power. Not just the explanation of theology. 
And whilst we must uphold sound theology, we must also demonstrate the power of God in the practical areas of life. And that's our call. So we have access to the supernatural by that name. Let me show you something else. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord. John chapter 14, 12 to 14. John 14, 12 to 14. It says, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. Hi. What did Jesus do? Jesus healed. He says we will do that also. What did Jesus do? Jesus taught with wisdom and authority. He says we will do that also. What did Jesus do? Jesus loved the least of the lot. The least likely. He did not live in hate. He loved. He says we will do that also. He says greater works than these he will do. Why? Because I go to my father and because this person who believes in me is also a son of my father or my brother he will do the same works why because it runs in our family someone put in the comment box it runs in our family he says if you ask anything he says uh, i go to my father whatever you ask in my name that i will do do you know what that means he's saying that the same authority, the same privileges I have based on my full obedience to the Father, you can now have access to that even though you don't fully obey the Father. But the full obedience is credited to you by faith in the one who has fully obeyed. My God, I wish somebody could get excited about that. What Jesus is saying, what Jesus is saying is that because I have fully satisfied the Father, He's pleased in me. God said, this is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. He says, listen to Him. I have the endorsement and recommendation of the Father. And I have done the work of the Father. I've done the will of the Father. He says, my will, my will is to do the will of my Father. My meat rather is to do the will of my Father and to finish it. Judge of the four. He says, I've done that now. Because I have access to the heart of the Father and the will of the Father. You can have the same access when you believe in me. And the way you demonstrate your belief in me is to believe in my name. You will have access to the same things. To the same things. So the called, or, or, or he said, whatever you ask in my name, that I will do. That the Father may be glorified in the son so that the nature of the father the goodness of the father the kindness of the father the beauty of the father the faithfulness of the father may be expressed through jesus to us he says if you ask anything in my name i will do it now let me qualify this someone someone might go so if i ask her for a lamborghini will it will it give me right now if i ask her for a rolls royce right now will it give it to me when you think about that name don't just thinking about us don't think about it as an addendum you slap on your personal desires see it as a filter <laughs> see it as a filter see it as a reflection of character so when it's saying whatever you ask in my name is saying whatever is the will of the father that you ask based on my character whatever it is that you find that is good and godly that you ask based on my character what's my character alignment with the father so whatever has been promised in the word of god you have access to it by faith to the degree to which my god you express that faith it says if you have faith in my name 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 thank you jesus if you believe in me what is it what is it what is it that you need peace the manifestation of peace ask in the name of jesus and in the name of Jesus, it's talking about the understanding of the character, the reputation, the weight, the worth, the value, the essence, the image of the Son. Somebody say I have supernatural power. Number three is this. The name of Jesus gives me access to superior power for living. And I'll talk about what I mean by superpower because you might go like, is that not different from the supernatural? 
is not just about the supernatural nature of the power. It's also about the superior, superior power that we have. Now, some demons have been given in this age or have been allowed in this age to manifest certain things that people might call impressive power. You know, so they can destroy things, they can bring destruction. You see, the thing is, the devil does not have any power to construct anything that is good, sustainable, relevant, healthy, helpful. So anything the enemy even constructs has destruction on the inside of it. The enemy never brings about construction that is not for destruction. <laughs> I hope you see that now. But the, it says the thief comes, Judgment 10 verse 10, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Steal, kill, and destroy, that's what it does. But we have a superior name, and that superior name is a superior power that is constructed, that is constructive rather, that is sustainable. Now, I'm going to read some from the book of Acts chapter 4. Now, this was after the miracle I referred to earlier in Acts chapter 3. And then, you know, they came against the apostles and they were harassing and persecuting the apostles. Acts chapter 4, 18 to 22. So they called them and commanded them, the rulers of the synagogue and the envious, insecure leaders in that space. They called the apostles and commanded them not to speak at all or teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said to them, whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you more than to God, you judge, for we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. So when they had further threatened them, they let them go. So look at this. They said, guys, don't talk about the name of Jesus anymore. Who gave you that third? Who gave you that power? Shut up and don't talk about the name of Jesus. That is still what the enemy is fighting today. He's still fighting that name. Why? Because that name has power that is superior to the gimmicks, the deception, the antiques, the manipulation, the appearances, the apparitions of hell. That name carries power, not only in a church, a cathedral, a sanctuary, a synagogue, but it carries power in cyberspace, on the digital plane, in the realms of the clouds, under the water, in the marine kingdom, in the fire kingdom. That name carries power everywhere please somebody wherever you are shout jesus ah i didn't say shout damilola i didn't say shout joseph i didn't say shout tunde i didn't say shout talk i didn't say shout amaka i didn't say shout shikemi i said shout the name of jesus i said holler that name scream the name of jesus and the hearts of hell they hate to hear that name Jesus the Christ. It threatens them. And so those people who were filled with religious spirits said, shut up, we don't want to hear that name any longer. But disciples said, George amongst you, so which one, what do you want us to do? Do you think that it's okay for us to consider you as superior to the God who made us? Can I propose this to you? There are things in your life right now that are telling you to stop shouting the name of Jesus. For some of you, it might be the economic situation that is saying, don't talk about the name of Jesus any longer. For some of you, it might be your body sending you signals and messages and trying to impose weakness and fatigue on you. Saying, don't talk about the name of Jesus any longer. But every time hell attacks you and tries to shut your mouth, that's the time to shout louder. That's the time to scream at the top of your lungs. That's the time to holler. That's the time to pace the house and walk up and down and speak Jesus, 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 Jesus. In fact, one of the things I wanted to do right now, right now, let's do it together. Get up from that seat, get up from that chair, get up from that bed, walk around the room, walk around the house, and just shout Jesus. Let's do it. Shout Jesus. Uh, shout Jesus. Speak Jesus. Release that name, Jesus. Release. We release that name over our city. We release that name over our nation. We release that name over the nations. We release that name over the entire world. We release the power of the name of Jesus that is superior in strength and power and quality over every space in the name of Jesus. And you know what they did? When the disciples spoke and said, we, we can't but speak about that name. We've experienced that name. You know, all that those guys could do, 
all they did was that they further threatened them. They let them go. It says, when they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding no way of punishing them because of the people, since they all glorified God for what had been done. For the man was over 40 years on whom this miracle of healing had been performed. All that the enemy can do is to threaten you. So those nightmares, those dreams, <laughs> is trying to threaten you. So the economic challenge is trying to threaten you. Do you know who your God is? Your God is superior to, that, superior to the economic indices of your times. The projections and the forecast of the financial sector do not intimidate, limit, or restrict his ability to supply your needs. Not according to the templates of the stock market, but according to his riches and glory. God does not meet your needs based on the marketplace metrics. He meets your needs based on his faithfulness. So the enemy tries to threaten you and intimidate you and shut your mouth. That's what he tries to do. That's what he tries to get you to do. He tries to get it to shut up so you don't vocalize and verbalize your greatest power. Jesus said, if you ask anything in my name, I'm going to give it to you. What kind of check could be bigger than that? What kind of offer could be superior to that? Somebody shall I have the name of Jesus. Now somebody's going to ask a question. If this name of Jesus gives me salvation, if this name of Jesus gives me supernatural answers, supernatural access, and the supernatural answers to prayer, because Jesus said, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. How come I'm not seeing results? Why is it therefore that it looks like things are still not moving? Why do I say in the name of Jesus when I pray, but nothing is still happening? Now don't forget that the power of the name is not just in saying it. The power of the name is in having faith in that name. Faith in that name. Now, how does faith come? Faith comes by hearing and hearing about the word of God. So for me to have faith in anything, I must be hearing that thing often enough, frequently enough, intensely enough. So if I, if all I do is I'm listening to the news and I listened to the news quite a bit last, last week and at some point I had to put up strong filters in my heart because <laughs> I didn't want anything, anything to dampen my faith even though I wanted to watch the news so that I could receive the weight and the burden for intercession. But I didn't want to be weighed down by the spirit of the news which is the spirit of fear, worry, anxiety, depression. So what you expose yourself to, not just exposing your outer ears, but your inner ear. And the reason we're teaching about the name of Jesus is we don't want you to assume that you know the weight and the power of the name. Why could, why is it that I don't seem to be getting the kind of results I think, or the outcomes, I should say, that I think I should get if I have access to this all-powerful name of Jesus? Perhaps one of the reasons could be reflected to you or revealed to you in this chapter, in this passage of the Bible. Acts 19, 11 to 20. Listen to what it says. Now God worked unusual miracles by the hands of Paul so that even handkerchiefs or aprons were broke from his body to the sick and the diseases left them and the evil spirits went out of them. Then some of the itinerant Jewish exorcists, exorcists took it upon themselves to call the name of the Lord. So see them. They call the name of the Lord. <laughs> the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits saying, we exercise you by the Jesus whom Paul preaches. Also, they were seven sons of Sceva, a Jewish chief priest who did so. And the evil spirits, even though they call Jesus, the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know and Paul I know, but who are you? Like this is the greatest insult you can think about in spiritual context. That they literally call the name of Jesus as Paul would call and miracles would happen. So you can call the same name but not get the same outcome. The question has to be why? And the question has to be the fact that demons know that you don't know who you are. Oh, my, 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 my. 
Let that sink a little bit. Let, let that sink a little bit. The demons, the Bible says, the evil spirits, they heard that name of Jesus. They heard the sons of Sceva, the sons of the, the Jewish priests, speak Jesus. They heard that, but they didn't budge. They didn't move. They didn't come out crying. They didn't leave the space. Why? Because the evil spirits said, Jesus I know and Paul I know, but who are you? And guess what? Then the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them overpowered them and prevailed against them if there are things that are leaping on you if there are things that are overpowering you and if there are things that are prevailing on you the issue is not the name of jesus the issue is do you know who you are and are you placing faith in the name of jesus that you have been given as part of your redemptive rights that's the issue the issue is not the name of Jesus. The issue is not the key. The issue is, do you know how to use it? Do you know how to turn it in a manner of speaking? Two people can have the same key, and it's the key to the house. I don't remember where, uh, I think, one of the houses in which we lived before, I believe. I'm trying to remember where exactly. It had a door, and that door had a key. But turning the key by itself was not sufficient to open the door. There was a way you needed to put the key. Some of you know the, those kind of keys. Some of you know that. If you know those kind of keys, you can put a comment box, right? There's a way you turn the key. Then you now hold the handle like this. Then you lift it. <laughs> then you open the door. Because the fact that you have the key does not mean you know what turns to make. And this evil spirit heard the name of Jesus, but it didn't respect that name coming from their mouth. That evil spirit, the word says, the man who was the host of that demonic spirit leaped on them, overpowered them, and prevailed against them. It says, so that they fled out of that house. How? Naked and wounded. And I believe that there are people who are listening to me right now who feel naked and who feel wounded. Why? Because certain things have leaped on you, have overpowered you, and have prevailed against you. But this far and no further, I proclaim that as you begin to walk in the understanding of this revelation by the spirit of faith, I overturn, you overturn, you overturn, you overturn. You return to the same things that embarrassed you, the same things that beat you, the same things that confronted you, and you walk in greater power in the name of Jesus. See what the word says. To let you know the problem is not in the name. What happened was they ran out of the house naked and wounded. This became known both to all Jews and Greeks dwelt in Ephesus and fear fell on them all. Watch this. And the name of the Lord Jesus was magnified. So the fact that they spoke the name of Jesus and it didn't work does not mean that the name lost value, that the name reduced in value. If somebody is driving a car, is driving a car, and whilst he's driving the car, he has an accident, that does not mean that there's an issue with the car. That could mean that there's an issue with this driving. An accident is not always a function of the car, it's oftentimes a function of the driver. That's not a perfect illustration, but get the point. See what I'm trying to communicate through that. Because after they had this failure, this exorcism failure, this national embarrassment, this city-wide embarrassment, the word is the many that fear fell on them all and the name of the Lord Jesus was still magnified. So listen to this. The fact that you've been trying to apply something that doesn't work does not mean the revelation does not work. It could mean you need to re-inspect your orientation, your consciousness of your identity in Christ. And the degree of faith in the name of Jesus. It says that many who had believed came confessing and telling their deeds. Also many of those who had practiced magic brought their books together and burned them in the sight of all. And they counted up the value of them and a total of 50,000 pieces of silver. So the word of the Lord grew mightily and prevailed. Acts 19, 11 to 20. So even though they had a failure, guess what happened? The name of the Lord still prevailed. So let me just explain this. Two major things that you need to work on. The reiteration, the affirmation, the consistent uh, reiteration of who you are in Christ. And number two, intentional, deliberate, consistent faith 
in the name of Jesus. Don't forget, faith in the name of Jesus. If you're traveling out of the country and you have a visa, you put faith in that visa. You don't put faith in the amount of money you have. So you don't leave the passport at home. You take the passport. When you get to the immigration, to the, uh, to the uh, immigration desk in the country you've traveled to, you don't bring your portmanteau of money. Does anybody still call it portmanteau? <laughs> you don't call it, you don't bring your, your bills of cash. What you present is the passport. Because what the respect is not how rich you are. What the respect is in whose stamp, in whose name you have come. Similar to demons, demons don't respect your grammar, your eloquence, your articulation, your elocution, your compartment, your charisma, your charm, your ingenuity, your wit, your creativity, your innovation, your position, and your strategy, your stratagem. They don't respect that. They respect the name of Jesus. And when you have faith in that name, miracles happen. We're going to trust God for miracles today on long-standing issues that have seemingly leaped on you overpowered you and prevailed upon you. How does faith come? Faith comes through fellowship. Faith comes through revelation. That when Jesus reveals himself to you and you know that Jesus is not just the head of the bad guys or of the good guys in the spiritual world. He's the head of all principalities, all powers, all might, all dominion, all thrones. He has power over every sickness, over every disease, over every situation, over every temptation. He literally flawed the devil as a man. The devil brought all his temptations. The word says he was tempted in every way as we are. Yet he was without sin. Fully obedient unto the, unto the master's will. And when we come with faith in that name, we become partakers of that power. It is illegitimate for you to want to use somebody's name when you don't have a relationship with them. That's why when you feel a form, listen to this, when you feel a form and they put next of kin, do you know what you put? You put name and they will now ask, relationship isn't that what they do so if you put next of kin and you put james um brandon i don't know if that's somebody's name they ask relationship they either put business partner twin brother uh twin sister and the ladies bearing james um or calling or something because for you to use somebody's name legitimately you need to have an authentic relationship with them and that relationship reinforces to you reveals to you the weight and the worth of who they are in their own space. And as we close today, I want us to focus on this, on revisiting our personal fellowship with Jesus Christ. We don't just want to use his name. We want to walk with him. We want to be friends with him. Some of the time in the coming box, Jesus is my next of king. The word says, it's not a shame to call us brethren. So many people today, they have their confidence in the name of the designer clothes they wear. Fendi, Salvatore, Ferragamo, Versace. Give me those names. They have Burberry. They, they put their confidence in those names. We put our confidence in the name of the Lord. Some may trust in horses. Some may trust in chariots. But we will trust in the name of the Lord. Don't forget that every name has value. But none comes close to the name of Jesus. He said, at the name of Jesus, every knee bows and every tongue confess that he is Lord. Jesus is greater than cancer. Jesus is greater than COVID. Jesus is greater than racism. Jesus is greater than rape. Jesus is greater than victimization. Jesus is greater than brutality in all forms. Jesus is greater than wickedness, than violence, domestic and street violence. Jesus is greater than weakness, than fear, than infirmity, than obsession, than suppression. Jesus is greater than your temptation, your seduction, your loss, retrogression, failures, your past, disgrace, anxiety weakness jesus is greater somebody type in the comment box right now put jesus is greater 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 oh let's shout the name jesus together as we close today jesus 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 wave your hands to him wave your hands to him jesus worship him 
Exalt him, honor him, adore him, magnify him, thank him for giving you access to that name, for giving you strength and capacity by that name. You walk in the miraculous by that name. You flow in the supernatural by that name. You thrive and do well by that name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You are healed by that name. If there's anybody who's sick right now, touch that part of your body. I may not have referred to that situation earlier when I was ministering with a word of knowledge. But right now, I want to place your hand on your head and the entirety of your body and proclaim, rebuke that sickness in the name of Jesus. It could be a knee pain. It could be some kind of ligament pain, fracture, sprain, discomfort. Rebuke that thing in the name of Jesus. If you've had nightmares, dreams, hearing voices, strange things, maybe like strange animals in your space, making strange sounds, speak to that. Say, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. The word says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that rises up against you in judgment, you will condemn. Rebuke that spirit. Speak against it. Be loud and be bold. You have faith in the name of Jesus. Stir up that faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But we release the faith that has come by speaking. For the word says that we have the same spirit of faith, therefore we speak. So we speak your emancipation. We speak your deliverance. We speak your freedom right now in the name of Jesus I speak healing I speak fullness of freedom I speak deliverance I speak testimonies be free walk in wholeness walk in wholeness walk in wholeness in Jesus name we have prayed amen and amen and amen is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this now.